This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Gates, they were 13 things away from going to the, uh, was that the, well, I mean, the Super Bowl that they would have gone to if they won that game? Had to be, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they went from that and they took a big step back. Like, I just... I just sort of expect a little bit of regression. Um, and maybe not so much regression as it is the success from here is measured more in inches than it is in yards. And see, so y'all trying to take y'all trying to measure in yards. I'm trying to measure it in inches because how much better can you really expect them to be? They won a playoff game. They won their dude, division. Dude, dude been telling us Calvin really going to come in there and shine catch for 1,400 yards but or something all year long. the defense is still a big Just, question. You've changed. You you were Because, again, the conversation was how they were going to keep the Titans at bay, and you pretty much said yes. there's a divide. Now you're I, pulling back well, quite think, a bit. Well, here. A, the you Titans can, added DeAndre Hopkins. Can you give me that? Yes. That's a big difference. That's a huge – I didn't think they were going to add DeAndre Hopkins. Like, now you actually have a credible – their offense was so bad last year. So, if you run that back, yes. But now you've added a real threat on the perimeter who, if he's healthy, is going to give everybody in that division absolute hell. So, I do think the Titans close that gap. I don't know if they – I don't think they should be the favorite. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's a reason why we had Adam Chernoff. We probably should have him on again this week just to catch up before preseason is over. There's a reason why he he called them along with the Saints the weakest favorites of any division in football. Yeah. You know, it was Chernoff brought you on back. Well, I I, I couldn't bring Chernoff. Did, well, I, his sharp info here's the brought thing. you back. I made a I lot was of money here. I made a lot of money on the Jags to end last season, going back to the regular season. Like they were just absolute monsters. But it's it's a little bit like of how I view Florida Atlantic this season. Like it's different when everybody's expecting you to do what you did. You know, as opposed to free swing, you have no internal pressure. You were coming off a like FAU's coming off irrelevance. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville's coming off of a one-win season. If you win five games, that's a huge improvement. You know, so now it's going to be improvement is going to be measured in winning your division again and maybe making the AFC championship game. And that's hard. That's tough because now they now they feel that 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 internal we have to build on last year. And I think that's harder to do than, you know, and that's why, like, a team like the Bears, they have nothing to build on. So that's why they can feel good, like, about their season, honestly. Like, they can go into this pressure-free, 
mentally, psychologically, and let the chips fall where they may. I mean, Justin Fields has some pressure on him. Absolutely. You know, he knows that. But in terms of the team, in terms of the coach, in terms of – because I think in the NFL, man, it's all about that. When I think about the most successful coaches, it's the guys who sort of coach like they don't – like they're not worried about losing their jobs. You know, like with the exception of Brandon Staley who does dumb stuff, who goes for like fourth and four from his own 22-yard line in the first quarter. You know, with the exception of him. But think about all the great ones like – Sala, uh, Shanahan, you know, uh, I think those guys. Sala on a great. Well, like in terms of just his 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 mentality, like his 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 attitude, and there was a huge uh, difference between year one and year two with him. There was a big improvement there, you know, with bad quarterback play, by the way. Yeah, last he, year. he's 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 not great yet. I'm just saying he's one who who I like, just sort of in terms of the way that he calls a game, and in terms of the way that he coaches a game. Like so, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how you know Doug Peterson. He's been there before. Like, it's, I don't think he's going to be intimidated by. It. He called. He was. He was amazing last year. You know, can he do it again? I think that's just what you, what you question. So you have back Peterson and you have Dable, right? Yep. And then way down there, you got Salah. He's yeah. not. He's not on their level yet. Uh, Shanahan's in there. Um, I think uh, Lef- Shanahan's definitely in there. Lafleur with Green Bay, man. I mean, he's he's. Pretty damn good. Man, stop. They were winning again prove this it, weekend. Prove it this year with Jordan. Uh, well, Show uh, me this year with Jordan. You know, like a guy who's on the opposite end of that, you know, like uh, Josh McDaniels. Bro, but, all he does is win in the preseason. Then. Oh, that's – Did y'all win again? Yeah, dude, we killed him. That's, y'all are the y'all are just like you and the Ravens, tit for tat on these preseason wins. Oh, uh, that's what we. But then y'all drop off. Oh yeah, when the regular thing starts. We care so much about the preseason because we know that this will be the bright spot of our year. So we 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 love to win these games, and then it will be an absolute dog and pony show once they actually We're, start to count. Uh, very excited to announce publicly that Les Smith will be coming in from Belize to attend Chicago Raiders. Yes. October 22nd, along with myself and John Martin yes. and young Christopher. Yes. What a day it will be yes. in Chicago. I was informed October of this 22nd. last week that it will be a uh, – it will be a Three generations. Three generations of Smith versus one generation of me. Uh, but you know, I, maybe you want to recruit a couple of Raiders fans to go up there with you. I really don't. I mean, I, my, inve- no? my investment well, level – Don't talk about being outnumbered then. My investment – Don't be I, scared. I'm going to be rooting for the Bears, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. That's not going to be fun, man. I mean, don't do that. So it's gonna be fun if I root for the Raiders, dude. I was just rooting against the Germans because I want you to be wrong. What are you talking about? You gonna be in there with me and rooting for me? No, I have, stay on your side. That's the way this thing works. Yin Yang. My side, as I've explained to you countless times, and with the uh, side that I know you understand, is that I need I need this team to be awful. That is my best chance for relevance. Fitz is for com- them to be awesome. Or awful. Fitz comes on here every week. And I he know. will do it again at 125. I know, he will. I know he will. And tells you, you guys are not, you won't listen to me. So not, please I, listen to him or something. You guys will not be bad enough I to be this. in that mix. So you I need to stop this. with this approach. I rebuke Or else this. you're going to frustrate yourself all, you're going to be miserable all season long because you've got seven wins. Absolutely. Not, not. nearly enough to be that in the mix for the Caleb most, Williams. That would be the most disrespectful bro, thing that could possibly happen. Like, have. let that go, bro. Right. At first, I thought it was a bit. Oh, like, dude, real. you got Garoppolo and Devontae out there. You're not going to be the worst team in the NFL. There's not a chance. What if, I mean, Garoppolo's, like, Garoppolo's going to get hurt. 
And you got a dude look like Aiden O'Connell, whatever his name is. Looks like hey. he can play. He might be the next Brock Purdy. Put we don't know. There. Put him out there. Let me find out. <laughs> but it's a problem it. for you because he could be, and that would mean, again, no Caleb Williams. You need it. My point is give up that. Well, give up that whole approach. But can we talk about how damn you're gonna stupid be disappointed. that is? To, 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 honestly, their defense, their defense is in position to be one of the worst in the NFL. They have a good defensive line, and that is really it. Uh, so they have a chance to be the worst on that end of the Devontae ball. Devontae is not about to be on the worst teams in the league. We could trade him at the deadline to the Jets. We could get it, we've done it before with Amari. We can do it again. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. So that's what I'm saying. Is like To be this close to a generational QB to actually have a face of Las Vegas and a new city, the guy from USC that's not even that far away, Like it's just too perfect of an opportunity to pass up. But guess what? You're right. Because they are the Raiders, they're going to mess this up by winning seven games. A hundred percent. I'm going to lose my under bet. I'm going to lose my chance to uh, get Caleb Williams. Six and a half? Yeah. And and it's, 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 look, it's right on that number, right? It's going to be six or seven. That's going to be painful. Yeah. So uh, that's what I'm saying. I need, I need them not to go into Chicago and come out with a win, bro. Because it's, it's going to be double pain. You know, I'm that, I mean, so I really don't like this anymore because then, if we win, it's gonna be ha ha. I'm happy. You guys are you guys. But then, but if the Raiders mess around and upset us, you telling me he ain't gonna walk up out of there ah, like <laughs> in our face? Oh, you Bears! See, I don't win either way. No, nah, because you, you do win because you don't lose. Well, so I can't. That's win. true. That is exactly You're right. You're playing both sides here. It's very smart. This is genius. You know what the Tigers did? Necessary. <laughs> this is genius. You're gonna play both sides. And if you get the win, you're gonna come out of there acting acting a damn fool among all those Bears the, fans. Y'all lost the damn lost. Uh, the Garoppolo, the, and, the scab running back we got out there. That's not Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got the uh, AI yeah. Josh Jacobs. I don't win unless you lose. That's right. And you even don't if win that unless happens, I lose, that's what it's supposed to be. I, I'm I'm winning either way, really. I mean, I've built that into the. But I'm I'm going to see Chicago, bro. Like this is not. I mean, that's the that's the pinnacle of the trip. But I'm going to see Chicago get a sense. I've never been. I've never spent any time there. You know, it's, it's one of the iconic Americans. Have some Chicago pizza. Get the vibes. You know, that's if you get there. Ain't you flying Espirito or something? One of these new airlines? No, I'm flying uh, Southwest. Oh, okay. You, They're well, direct. you're gonna make it then. They're direct. You know, I yeah. mean, I, I don't. I just don't, there's no point in me connecting. Now I'm getting there at three in the morning, so I hope there's things to do. But uh, yeah, I had to go Southwest because I was. No, yeah. it's like it's six fifty-five is when I get there. But that's still early, dude. It was the only direct they had that day. I think, I think it takes off at 530. So, damn. You I'm, just might want to take a look at an American or a Delta or something. Well, why do just I want to connect? Every once in a while, you why might want to take it. I, 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 I There are straight flights up there on American Airlines. I know I, look, for, I know for a fact. I look because I tried to book it through. Uh, Maybe they're super early NX. in the morning or something. Well, they, how much earlier can it get than 530, bro? Damn, the red eye? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We, I'm just, good luck. I need it. I'm 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 having to get that early check in, bro. Now me, less and Chris gonna be in that thing. Yeah, you should. We hope to see you. Yeah, I'm. Oh, I, well, October, I assume. Twenty second. Any chance that Cubs will be playing? No, there is no chance whatsoever. Is that Cubs, World Series? Cubs in the mix for a, yeah yeah October. Okay. Yeah. Cubs are in the mix for a wild card, man. Gotcha. Then nobody talking about. It's gonna be Dodgers, right? Or Braves? Man, that'd be awesome if the Cubs were playing though, wouldn't? It? I should have said Braves first. Braves or Dodgers? Because yep. Dodgers have gotten hot here. Yep. Uh, of late. Yep. And then not your Yankees. They no. suck. They are awful. They some I Terrible. saw on Twitter somebody said they should trade Aaron, but they won't. They just 
No, of they course just, they won't. They just he's, gave him a he, new deal, right? He, he's the he's the face. Yeah, they got it. I mean, it's it's, it's unacceptable. Now he got hurt this year and it just completely right. blew everything up. But you know, but that's the Boone, thing about Boone is acting a clown. He should be probably going to be fired. Well, yeah, exactly. It's time. And then they'll buy prospects. You know, they'll buy players. That's what they do. That's the beauty of being a Yankees fan. It's like, well, if, somebody got to get Shohei. If you so suck, we'll you won't suck for long. You know, if you suck in a small market where there's a salary cap, you might suck forever. You might go 20 years without making the playoffs, like the Kings. And that concludes your baseball talk here on JNJ. That's right. Uh, anyway, preseason, uh, one more week, and then uh, we are on to the man. I can't wait. Real NFL games. So that will be a blast. We're fa- we're finalizing things in the fantasy league, so we'll have a draft. Already, it feels like no movements been made. Yeah, no, some movements are, are being made. There's no doubt about that. Um, got to decide who's in, who's out today. Yeah, we got done with this. We we got some uh, we got some cuts some cuts have been made some additions have been made so we feel pretty good about what oh, we're Oh, thanks at. for CCing me on that. Uh, no, I, like you learn a little bit more than I do there. You know who is who's in and who's out. I no, mean, it's been up in the air for a while. I'd like to be informed of that. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to get into it on the air because it's some, it's some tough decisions had to be made. You know, so I want to handle. I haven't the parties have not been informed yet, so I want to make sure that they are informed first before we publicize it that they got cut. But uh, but yeah. It's it's about that time, folks. Should be uh, should be a hell of a, a season here in the NFL. All right, we'll come back with the rundown. Stick around, Jason and John. To- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. Podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Black Tie Movement is changing moving in the city of Memphis. Because when you're moving, you're not moving things, you're moving pieces of your life. Hooked a friend up with Black Tie Moving last week. I know they're going to be really satisfied and really happy with that move. 316 6196. 316 6196. They are the best. In town. They're licensed, they're bonded, they're insured, their movers are trained, they're pros, they show up when they say they're gonna show up, and most important part is they stay on budget. You're not gonna have any surprises at the end of the move. So call 316-6196 and get on the schedule. Moving season is absolutely here. Black Tie wants to take the tour of moving your things out of your hands and make it so much easier for you. Black Tie moving. 
change and moving in the city of Memphis. Call today. Every day around this time, we do the rundown. Let's go. It's the rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. USA. USA. Can you believe this, ladies and gentlemen? I cannot. Uh, no, I actually can. Uh, the United States wins a close one with Germany. Um, Germany up as many as 16 points there. Was it the third quarter that they built that lead out? Uh, as many as 16 points. I mean, everybody in America was, Joe Biden was about to issue the executive order to withdraw our troops from uh, from the World Cup. It was looking bleak there for a minute, wasn't it, Jason? Yep. And uh, you were everything you thought you knew about basketball and the sport and gravity and our place in the, you know, uh, sphere of influence, uh, you know, in, in the world. I mean, everything at that point was you thought maybe we had lost our footing, like maybe uh, even China ahead of us. You like you know, many things you were quite because I, I got the text. I mean, I could po- post them, but mm-hmm. it was it was I had to calm you down. But uh, like the United States has so often done and it's what? I don't know, 300, 400 plus year history, we have um, bounced back and fought back. And that is exactly what happened against Germany. Uh, 18 to 0 run, I think, there in the fourth quarter, uh, spearheaded by a Jaron Jackson Jr. block. Uh, Jaron got back in the game there and absolutely turned off any kind of penetration towards the rim. Blocked the Dennis Schroeder layup attempt. And uh, just, you know, obviously that led to a fast break attempt. Anthony Edwards hit two big threes there uh, back-to-back for the United States, and that was really it. Now, look, I will say this for the Germans. They were on the second night of a back-to-back. Yep. Um, I guess. Yeah, and uh, and I think, you know, I hope we get a rematch because I think it was it was a great game. It was a fantastic game, high-level, ba- probably the best game of these international friendlies so far. Um, so I hope we get a rematch between these two teams. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but I thought the United States showed, Jason, exactly what they're capable of is like – there is just not a team in the world that is more capable of going on an 18-0 run than the United States. I mean, and they can do it at any time they want. Uh, they lock you down defensively with their length and athleticism. They get to the rim at will. They can just turn you over. Uh, at the rim, they can send anything the other way. Uh, I can't remember who it was who had the block on um, on Franz Wagner. I don't remember who that was, but somebody had, like, a ferocious block on, on Wagner there at the rim, like, that's what the United States does, and that's why I honestly believe that they should never lose a game because they have the size and ability and and uh, and you know even skill. Uh, Bridges hit a three, you know. I mean, they just had everything on display. So, I and I think look, a win like that, you probably do um, become an even greater favorite to win this thing. But uh, I, th- I thought Germany sort of exposed some things, right? I mean, it is the whole the whole spiel with them as it relates to FIBA is. If you if you're disciplined, you don't turn the ball over. You know you can re- reverse the ball. You know set some good screens. You can actually uh, do some damage, and that's what happened. But at some point, Jason, that typhoon is going to hit, and it did. Um, Schroeder, man on that Space Jam juice when he plays in this, isn't he? It's a different dude. Yep. I mean, it's like he becomes it's like yeah. we can't stop him. Oh, when dude, he, he, he decides to drive to the basket. Uh, you do. You you're right. Uh, had a big block on him late. Uh, but he is – it's like he becomes this – one of the better players in the NBA when you're seeing him out there. He had 16 and 10 is obviously instrumental in everything they do. Um, listen, this team got killed on the glass. Yep. 
and and I know Jaron. What was it? Five blocks and was a, a huge impact defensively. But whether it's him, Bobby Portis, uh, you're not playing uh, our guy Walker, right? So it's really Bancaro is the other big. Yep. You're you're getting murdered on the glass, and maybe they're the Germans may be capable of doing that again. I think it was twenty-one-seven in second chance points. And if they hadn't run out of gas, mm-hmm. they might have continued to pound you in there. And to your point, that's why we were talking about Anthony Edwards comes in there, gets one of the key rebounds late, almost twists up his ankle for a while. I'm sure the whole Minnesota organization's holding its breath. Uh, but at that point, he he felt like I got to put my nose in here because you're getting hammered on. I'm just saying, to, if you're going to beat America, it looks like the key is beating them up inside. As much as I. You know, we've loved to say Jaron's key piece, defensive player of the year. Like, they just don't have a lot in there in terms of when you attack them inside and going at the and, and we know Jaron rebounding, it's not it's not his strength. It's not his uh, strong suit. And so that's the way to beat America is to punish them inside, get second and third chance points as the Germans did, and, and not run out of gas. You, you, again, if that's not the second night of a back-to-back, that might be a different outcome there mm-hmm. because, again, you're, you're holding on that lead. Is it really an 18-0 run? Right. But, you know, you're, you're getting second and third chance opportunities all night long, it felt like. So that's uh, that's what's scary. They got a shrewder dude that looks like he's one of the best players in the NBA when he's out there playing with them. The Wagner brothers are legit NBA guys. I mean, Franz Wagner if, could if, be if an all-star. So. If they're going to pound you inside like that, there's not much margin for errors, what I'm telling you. Reeves... Halliburton and Anthony Edwards had to go crazy. It yep. felt like at the end to come back and win that game. Have so. you have you not been impressed with the, uh, with the younger Wagner in terms of his NBA oh, potential? For sure. yeah. yeah, 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 big time. Big that dude, time. I think he could be an All Star in the East. In the East, definitely. Yeah, I mean that's where he is. So I mean, if he stays with Orlando, like I mean, that, like you think about you start thinking about that Magic team with Bancaro and Wagner, like wow. If they get a point guard there, if they've got one on that roster, mm-hmm. I know they just drafted Anthony Black. Like if it's him, right. They're going to be in the playoffs very soon, mm-hmm. you know. Plus, Wendell Carter, they might make the playoffs this season as a play-in team. I don't, I don't understand what we were doing on the bigs with this squad. Yeah, that was weird. I mean, it felt like a little bit of experimentation, to be honest. Yeah, it's, and that's what it felt like to me. Um, Something uh, big time missing. We don't have a rebounder in there, right? You're not playing Walker, and you know Bankero, and uh, I, I guess Portis is capable of it. But again, he's he's Porter's old man, right? So uh, that's lacking, and that's what I, I, that would be the concern for me as we get ready to 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 get into the real action. What next Saturday is? Uh, man, you 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 bring some bigs to the table, and you could you could affect things in terms of really is there, they got anything to stop it? Like Jaren's right. Jaren's blocking shots, but he ain't rebounding. Exactly. That it's, it's that, and it's the free throws. That's that's your uh, Achilles heel now, if you're one, in America. Now, one thing that takes you out of rebounding position: going after blocks. Mm-hmm. Right, you're not True. the guy. You you're you're now out of position you're out because of your you're area. the guy. And Jaron is the threat. He is the presence. Yep. And so if that that that's another reason why he's you know it's it's tough to turn around after yep. you attempt to block that shot, and go get that rebound. He's also not just but your. He doesn't have the Stephen Adams, Valanciunas type next to him that's right. sucking all that up when well, he's I, I was going to block Jaren. the shot. Like he, he he is tasked with guarding people on oh, the he perimeter. Had, he had Schroeder on, yeah. on the block that you're talking yeah. about. He had picked him up yeah. and. Guarding him all the way to the basket. Like Steven Adams is never guarding a like a, a perimeter guy. Well, that, that's what makes Jaron special. So, so there so, aren't many bigs that can do, right. even come close to doing that. Anthony Davis can't move his feet like yep. that and get back to the basket exactly. and still get that block. Exactly. Having guarded Schroeder out top. Yep. That's what Jaron's one of one in that in that. But he doesn't have much help next to him. And he, no. And he and he you know we know Jaron thrives when he's got that big rebounder next to him. And that, that, that's part of the reason why they got right. smashed on the glass. Yeah, their bigs are are a big. Uh, 
you know, it's a it's a it's a it's a sore spot for the for the Americans. Well, Harrison brings a big question: Why you don't have Mobley out there or some some other young? Mm-hmm. Guy? He would be good, mm-hmm. right? You'd be playing him. He wouldn't be sitting. Yeah, like I'm trying to think, like Jared Allen. I mean, I mean, AD is the guy you're going to have in the Olympics, like, and we, that can help him. And you know, if it's if it's Jaron and AD next right. to each other next year in the Olympics, yeah. okay. I'll be honest, like you know who you know who this is like a who I liked for this team more than Bobby Portis. And again, like who everybody's like, who cares? It's the you know, but this is like the future of American basketball. Mitchell Robinson from the Knicks would be a would be a great depth big for this for this iteration of the World Cup because that dude gets blocks and rebounds and that's all he has to do. You know what I'm saying? And he's great at it. He's great at it. Mm-hmm. He'd be a great compliment to Jaron, bro. He's big. Like again, I know. Yeah. It's like a, that's like an NBA I mean, you know, nerd I can, I can see it. No, I can see it. Um, and he might not be good enough. Again, I, I wasn't checking for Mitchell, but you're right in terms of his fit. He'd be out there. Or uh, or Robert Williams. You know what I'm saying? Was, uh, time Lord is who came when you when you brought up Mitchell. I thought about Time Lord. Yeah. But is he is he ever healthy enough to be out there for you? Well, would the Celtics let him get out there? That's that's that's, that's probably the, the real question there is if they would because uh, he doesn't play enough for them as it is. Mm-hmm. So um, but those are the type of guys that I would uh, that I would absolutely like target. Um, I mean, it just depends on what you need from that position. Well, I mean, when these guys get into, you know, Olympic basketball, Bam Adebayo is probably not getting much usage, you know? I mean, he's probably used as like a pickup big man where you just rebound and dunk. <laughs> like, that's really all you kind of – and block shots. If you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us up inside. That's the way to beat Yep, yep. The so, anyway, U.S. does find a way to get it done. Uh, they pulled away pretty – Pretty uh, strong there late. I mean, it. Yeah, it, like you said, it was eighteen zero. It was closer than that final indicated, even. Um, but I really got the sense that Germany was gassed from. The well, they table. went up. What was it like eighty? It was eighty six to seventy sixteen. Whatever it was, we got to sixteen at one point. Germany was up. I think when when like Mo Wagner hit a three in the corner and they put him up like seven or ten with like six minutes left. I was like, okay, that might be the last, like. That that could be it for the Americans, but it was definitely not it for the Americans. But shout out to your boy Halliburton. Yesterday he was more effective than uh yeah. Brunson. He was the guy down the stretch. Yeah. Seventeen of eighteen. And so uh, in the second half. And so now it's uh full speed ahead. It is World Cup time for the Americans. We'll see if they can medal in this thing. Uh <clears throat> for the first time since I guess it would be twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen. I don't think there was a year in between there. Uh either way, uh there you have it from the United States basketball front. Next story. All right, Spain won the World Cup over England, beat them 1-0. I watched the, uh, watched the end of that thing. England had a chance to tie uh, right at the end there uh, and forced extra time but didn't get, a, uh, didn't get it in there. Um, it's what's happened afterwards that's become quite a story and one I'm concerned about, John. I don't know if you saw the celebrations afterwards. In fact, I know you didn't. I did not. Um, but during the medal ceremony following the victory for Spain, again, this was Spain's first World Cup. It would have been the first for, for either country, uh, England as well. Royal Spanish Football Federation President Luis Luis Rubales embraced all the players on stage. And as uh, looks like the big lead is written here, some were lifted off the ground. Most got a kiss on the cheek. But something was different with Ginny Hermoso. She got a kiss on the lips from the president. And it stood out. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, again, everything else had just been, okay, kiss on the cheek and, and sort of what you expect. And in a comment post on Instagram afterwards, Ginny uh, Hermoso said she did not enjoy it. But what else could she do? She felt stuck. He basically grabbed her face. All right. 
Yeah, grabbed her face and kissed her all in the mouth. Okay. Very, very, yes, exactly, Brad. That's the face. Cringe. Uh, uncalled for. Inappropriate. And at first, the Spanish soccer president shot down all the backlash on, on social media because everybody that saw it knew immediately this is that's that's inappropriate. Yeah. And, say. of course, that was there immediately on social media, and he shot it all down said they were all crazy. But, of course, y'all know what happens once the – once that mob starts, in this case, the right kind of mob, yeah, well, um, you basically crumble underneath it. And he has had to since come out, John, and apologize. I made a mistake for sure. Again, this amid widespread criticism of his post-match behavior. I almost thought I almost thought when I saw it, John, you watched the, the, that maybe he has a, a different relationship with her. That's what your immediate thinking is. Is there something going on there? But then right afterwards, she comes out and says, no, no, this wasn't appropriate, inappropriate, and it felt weird. I mean, she she, she immediately came out and said that. So, anyway, um, shout out to Spain uh, on winning 1-0, but that, that Spanish football president, a little weird. Has he been officially canceled? No, not yet. Okay. And we'll, he'll see, we'll see if his apology is enough to hold up. But I guarantee you there'll still be a push uh, to have him, you know, either pulled back out of the public eye or canceled. <laughs> so, Are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm just in, um, uh, in, I'm insulted by this. Um, Have you seen the kiss yet? While no. I was talking, did you take a look? No, I mean, Are I, you I, that out of the so World what Cup? Are, uh, no, I mean, again, I was not invested in any of this World Cup at all. I mean, I just uh, I, it has nothing to do with women. It has nothing to do with that. I have a beautiful daughter I love. But I just, in terms of this uh, particular tournament, it's a sport that I don't follow, and it's – a team that I don't follow. So, you know, do I, I don't follow the you know United States uh, r- rowing either. I don't, you know, it, it's, it's no different for me. Um, and so has he been uh, removed from his post? Has no. He, okay. He's only offered the apology after initially pushing back on the criticism. Now has said, I have to accept it in a moment of such emotion without any bad intention or bad faith. What happened happened in a very spontaneous way. There was no bad faith from either side. Uh, again, going on to try to explain that he didn't mean anything by it, but it was so much different than how he had congratulated the other players. Right, what's going on there? That it stuck out. And so there is no real defense for him. Right, no. Because, again, you congratulated the other players differently. It almost looked like there was a different sort of relationship between you two. She comes out immediately and says, no, 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 this was weird and wrong. Uh, So for him to push back on the initial criticism was wrong. This apology should have been there for the get-go. shouldn't have happened. Uh, but we'll see if he, uh, if they come for him after the apology, John. Next story. All right, well, it's starting. Uh, you know it would, and it has officially gotten underway. Uh, Greg Sankey told ESPN in an interview uh, recently that was posted today that it is time to rethink the college football playoff. Yep, that's right. Uh, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey told ESPN that more change is coming, particularly with regard to the college football postseason format, um, and among other things, said that the SEC would not be reactionary to what the Big Ten or any other conference is doing. But he said, right now you put it in bold letters that things are going to change, and we're all going to have to be prepared to deal with that change. And he, he added this in there for you, period. He wanted to add that, period. Mm-hmm. He said, because there's a host in Memphis that thinks that this is about to all stay the same, and I wanted to let him know that it will not. That's that's quote from Chris Lowe. Uh, Sankey, one of 10 uh, commissioners who oversees the college football playoff, along with Notre Dame Athletic Director Jack Swarbrick, is convinced that the 12-team format 
which he, by the way, helped put together and which was agreed upon for the 2024 season, needs to be reexamined as of right now. That means six highest-ranked conference champs by playoff committee make the playoffs, and then the next six highest-ranked teams. So, Yeah, now that the, the pack is no longer a thing, yep. who were the top six? Yeah, so he said the circumstances have changed and we need to reconsider the format. I'm not convinced we need to reconsider the number of teams, and I've been clear that I would have been okay with an eight-team playoff with no conference champion access. That wasn't, if you will, politically tenable within the group. So as we continued to look at the models, we came up with the six-and-six model. But again, the circumstances have changed in a meaningful way, and my inclination is we need to reexamine the current format. So that is... Uh, a little bit of a tell, if you will, from Greg Sankey. Now, I mean, we knew it wasn't going to stay the same. Just yeah, with the the, uh, the Pac-12 dissolving, but he, that they would have to be a revisiting. He of the he format. he thinks he's slick by saying that I was okay with no conference champions because mm-hmm. he knows that it's all going to be SEC. Mm-hmm. I mean, he knows that Bama and Georgia and LSU are getting in. Texas is going to get in. He's going to have four teams every single year without fail that get into this thing. So, of course he's going to say that. Of course he's going to say And then you have Big Ten with Ohio State and Michigan every year, you know. Then you have the Big 12. Uh, you know, I don't know how many teams. I mean, TCU, maybe could they break in? Um, and then, you know, the ACC may have Clemson and Florida State, you know. Um, that doesn't if – you, if, you, if you strip away the conference champions access, it's over for Memphis and any team like Memphis. You're not getting in ever, right? I mean, you would have to – what was the? I mean, I guess what was Cincinnati ranked the year that they made the? Uh, did they ever crack the top eight? I don't know if they got top eight. Would that have been twenty twenty one? Mm-hmm. Year four last. Yeah. So what? Like, could they have? They got to number four. They they in in the AP, you know, uh, according to this article, they they uh, they. I guess that was the end of the season, though. So I don't know what their uh, what they were like at their peak in season. I'd have to look that up. But um, but yeah, I mean, I guess that would be some hope. But they had to what they had to do. They had to beat Notre Dame right in the regular season. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had to like they had to they had to uh, they were at Notre Dame. You know, they beat a ranked Houston team. And they lost to Alabama. That was a college football playoff. Top yeah. four. Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah. So they were number four. Um, so yeah, I guess that's, uh, I guess that's the one example you would hold up is that one Cincinnati year, if you do away with, you know, the six and six format, but that's a once in a lifetime season for them. No, what this is going to lead to is a bunch of schools saying, well, I want more of my teams in there. And that's, what's going to lead to the big break off. Like this is all it's, it's starting because of course, Sankey's going to want as many as he can get in, but so is the, you know. Big 12 and everybody else, and that's why eventually they'll just say, okay, well, to get all our teams in, we need to break off. We don't need these little guys. And there will be we're, – we're not controlled by the NCAA as it is. Let's go do our own thing. And there there you have your pathway yep. to what we all think is the future anyway. Because, again, big, you, you know, it's not just Sankey that is going to look at these spots and say, well, I can get my teams – more of my teams in it. You know, big, big 12 going to say, well, what, well, we want more spots too – Let's take more spots away. Why are we having this, you know, a spot for the little guy? And you'll eventually just break off into a tournament for the big guys. Again, that's that's the way this thing's headed, and this is this is just the start of it. Right. No, I I, I think it's. Absolutely- I mean, I'm not naive here to think they're going to keep a college football playoff and a you know 
again, you've got you, Pac-12 just dissolved in front of our eyes. That they're going to keep a spot for yep. the little guy in the in the long run. You may you, you may initially get that spot. I'm holding out hope that you do. That, again, it's it's Memphis's carrot as far as I've been trying to be, trying to stay optimistic here. Right. But let's be real. The, the big boys are going to break off. They don't give a damn about you. They don't need you. It's true. It's not the NCAA basketball tournament that's been built on tradition of the little guy making the run. It's right. completely different. They don't need you to sell that to TV. Yep. Because the little guy, back to your point, what happened when Cincinnati, they broke in the four, and what happened? They got smashed. Yep. You know, they, they I mean, it was 27-6, but yeah, to your that, point. It, 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 I mean, it's I not. Alabama, I mean, I think they covered, so I mean, <laughs> but yes, they had no chance to win the game. That's the point. You can you can, you can can have a run, make whatever, you're not yeah. going to win it. Exactly. It's not. It's not the same but thing as the NCAA the, But tournament. they got the units, right? They got the. They got the. Uh, you know, college football playoff money, and that was good for the league overall. And you know, Memphis. I don't know what that. What did they get? Let's look that up. Cincinnati uh, units college football playoff. This is I, how I you tell, Google, ladies and gentlemen. I would tell you the big boys would probably argue that Cincinnati was bad making that college football playoff. It was bad for business them not having another big boy brand up in there, not having a power five school up in there. The big boys would argue we didn't need them. They didn't. That wasn't, you know, and it ultimately didn't have a chance. Uh, six million, but I don't think I think that had to be uh, that had to be distributed. In the end, it's just keeping one of them out, so they don't need you doing that. Yeah, that's why there there won't be a path for the for the what Cincinnati formerly did won't have to do anymore. They're in a big boy now. That ain't much, by the way. Six million dollars to distribute amongst all the uh, or no, excuse me, it's. They get eighteen million dollars. Yeah, it's it was eighteen million dollars. So eighteen million dollars amongst. Okay, that, I don't know where the six figure came from. Eighteen million dollars to split among the rest of the AEC, which I, I mean I don't know how many how many play twelve, twelve or something. I don't, I don't again. You're talking about a million dollars, two million dollars per school. You know, if if you make the playoff, I don't know if it would be. It may be bigger. With a bigger playoff, bigger television deal, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what the point you're making, other than that was good for the AAC. It wasn't yeah, good for saying, the like, SEC or anybody else. That would else. be the only. That would be the. That, I'm saying that that's the only like actual uh, upshot of a of a you know an AAC team making the playoff is like it actually could be money for the league. But in terms of actually winning the championship, no. But that would be the reason to you know try to get one in there is just for the distribution of the payout. Yeah, but Sankey doesn't give a damn about. Oh that. no, Sankey's 100%. about trying to get. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, and from there, from there, they don't want you, and they don't view you as a credible uh, program. You know, they don't want to play you in the regular season. They don't want to play in the postseason. You know, so it, 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 yeah, you might as well. You are a a a fly, uh, you know, or or, a roach on the bottom of their shoe. That that is the, that is how they perceive you. Well, you essentially you're parking in their spot. Exactly right. They want you gone. And you know what Greg Marshall does to people who park in his spot. Yeah, in this case, what Sankey does. So <laughs> you don't want to be. So you can get more SEC teams in their rightful. I mean, dude, spots. think. Put yourself in his shoes, though. You would do the same thing. I would do the same thing. I would say, why would I want to have one of my deserving teams? That's a tw- top twenty-five team that I know would be favored over them in a neutral site. Why would I want to give up their spot to you know a, a team that hasn't played anybody in the regular season? Like, I get that. I'm not saying it's right, but from his perspective. It, it 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 only makes sense, you know. If you had like a uh, let's just see, top twenty five. Well, because Sankey's job is not the 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 betterment of college right, football. Right, you're not the ambassador Sankey's of college football. Right, the, the betterment right. of the SEC, and that is the issue with college football. Is you have presidents, you have commissioners who are only out for their group. Right, 
So that's why the little guy will get left behind. Right. Like, can you imagine, uh, you know, there is no czar. There is no no overarching, you know, thing to look out for the betterment of the game in terms of that. So so they so the little guy, the Memphises and all that will will eventually be left behind. Yeah. Like if you're like a fourth or fifth place SEC team and you have to you don't get to play because of Tulane, you know, I mean, that would make you feel some type of way. I think the other issue to your point is that they don't view like most people don't even view college football as like. AC or Mac or you know uh, Mountain West, they just those are sideshows. College football is the SEC, the Big Ten, the, uh, you know to a lesser extent the Big Twelve and the ACC. That's college football. When I think college football, I think about the SEC, and I'm sure that's how it is. Like for you know most people that live sort of in, in this region and probably nationally as well. Well, you might be Midwest, so you think Big Ten, but you're increasingly getting the people who don't respect you know people that aren't in Power Fives. Um, and that's the that's why it's been so much of an urgency to get there, and it's a shame and tragedy that Memphis has not been able to get there, because it does seem like, based on Greg Sankey's comments, changes are coming, and I don't think they will be changes that help schools like not Memphis. Not going to favor you for sure. Yeah. So anyway, that's out there though. Now it has certainly been publicized, and uh, I assume it will eventually happen. Next story uh, was a scare. With Isaiah Bolden, the rookie cornerback of the New England Patriots, was released from the hospital Sunday morning after he took a hit from his teammate, led him to be immobilized. I felt like it might be a situation like DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills, who, by the way, is out on the field practicing, tackling again. It's been nothing short of a miracle for him. The good news for Isaiah Bolden is it appears everything is going to be okay. Patriots said in a statement that Bolden, would travel home with the team Sunday. Again, this was uh, it stopped their game against the Green Bay Packers. Both uh, sides decided, let's just stop it right here. Patriots didn't disclose the nature of Bolden's injuries, but a source close to the rookie cornerback said he sustained a concussion. Um, great news uh, in terms of the alternative. And again, so close to what we just saw from DeMar Hamlin. Both teams made the right decision to move on uh, at that point. But again, good news for Isaiah Bolden, who's apparently sending messages of positivity out, thanking everybody for uh, you know for praying for him, those kinds of things. The other thing, you know, we touched on a little bit of preseason from over the weekend with the Titans. Calvin Austin the third had a 54-yard punt return in his preseason game, and continues again. Most of the 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 sort of attention on the Pittsburgh receiving core has been on uh, my guy George Pickens, who yep. looks like he's an absolute. Going to be headed for a breakout year if his guy Absolutely. Pickett can get him the ball. Looks like a true number one. Not as much paid to Calvin Austin, but remember, two weeks ago was a 70-something yard touchdown. He got on the fly route. Uh, and then last week, again, making himself you know useful in, in a bunch of different areas, just a bunch of different facets of the game, gets the 54-yard punt return. And if you watch the uh, – uh, not, not for a touchdown, he ended up getting caught after the 54-yard return. But if you watch the Pittsburgh coaching staff, jump on him after the return, you can tell how highly uh, regarded and how highly thought of he is. And I bet you he's going to end up, you know, having a shot to be the special team's whiz for them. There's no question about it. Remember what he did against Mississippi State and everything else? We know from talking to him, Tomlin's got all the confidence in the world. Stuck with him after a season in an injury yep. last year. Just looks to me like they're going to find a way. They know what kind of home run weapon type guy he is, whether it's on a fly route uh, underneath turning it up or in special teams. Calvin Austin going to be a difference maker on this Pittsburgh team. And again, what it, what does it all add up to? Well, you know, probably a winning record for Pittsburgh. That always seems to happen under Mike Tomlin. There's no question about it. But I just I, I got a feeling we're 
they're flying under the radar a little bit. And uh, Calvin Austin could be a big part of why they uh, – yeah. Maybe why they overachieved this exactly. season, perhaps. Well, I mean, again, great to see him sort of putting down roots because yep. in in a bunch of different areas, looks like he's going to stick. I hope it's I hope it's the case. I mean, those guys are super valuable in the NFL. Guys who can punt return, kick return, catch you know, t- uh, pass in the slot and take them you know twenty thirty the yards. House. I mean, that's what the Chiefs been doing. You know, uh, whether it's Valdez Scantling, whether it's McCole Hardman, Tyreek Hill. Finding guys like that, and I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he's going to be Tyreek Hill, but that is how Tyreek Hill started his career. A guy that was fielding, you know, playing special teams, and eventually became Mahomes' number one target because he could take every single pass to the house. Calvin Austin's got that big playability, you know. I mean, yeah, like I could see a world where it's Pickens and uh, and Calvin Austin, absolutely, like as the one and two there. I mean, Deontay Johnson's been there for a while, so uh, how much longer does he have? I don't know. But, I mean, there's not many guys in the NFL that can take it to the house on every play the way Calvin can, mm-hmm. you know, who have that, that, that ability and that threat. I was so, going to say, they brought – it was Allen Robinson they brought in. Yes, they brought in him. Yeah, See, a, the, the fact that they got all that and he can still – there are going to be games where he, doesn't, he catches one pass, maybe exactly, none. Exactly. But if you can contribute in that special teams, that, that's your ticket. There and then eventually, hopefully, you get your feet on yourself. Yeah, you know, Tomlin gets comfortable, feels like, well, I can't take him off the field, and you 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 impact the game offensively. But his ticket right now looks to be like the special teams maven, and he always was for uh, Memphis. But again, shout out to Calvin Austin the third continues to do something for Pittsburgh just about every week. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, we will come back. Got respect burgers at one o'clock, and then uh, Jason Fitz is going to join us at one twenty-five. So don't miss it. Stick around, Jason and John. I'm turn to him. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. ESPN. The Live Love Memphis group at the real estate agency is here for you. They want to help you get your home sold. They want to help you make the most money for your home. They're going to guide you through the entire process help you make a guided decision and an informed decision and they are the best team in town you name it they've done it been doing it for a long time they've seen every situation imaginable reach out so to livelovememphis.com yeah they're always there when you call 901-625-5200 jennifer carstensen has put together an all-star team of folks and they're out to help memphis they do that by lowering rentership get you out of that renting situation get you in a ownership situation well can i even afford a mortgage that's why you're calling jennifer carstensen 625-5200 she'll tell you about programs specifically designed for first-time home buyers 
uh, local housing market's got some loopholes. You can take advantage of it, and she can show you the way, like she did for me five years ago, way to getting my home sold, getting us in our dream home. She changed our life, and she's done it for many more. We've sent over nothing but success stories. You'll be the next if you call 625 5200. It's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. So you were just telling me that uh, some high school football teams are having to cancel practice? No, no, they... no, no. It's not high school. I'm assuming they will have to. Oh, they will have to. Uh, my Got kids uh, uh, practice after school at his school were canceled because of the heat. And if you look at the forecast for Friday night, uh, 101 is the high that day. I believe the heat index, if it gets over 104 ish, is when you, uh, Memphis Shelby County Schools, those kind of things. I'm not, I, I don't hold me to that number, but I think that's it. And if you're talking about a 101 real temperature on Friday, then that heat index is going to be way over, you know, the 104, 105, whatever it is threshold that's going to put some, I would imagine, some games, yes, practices this week, but games perhaps on Friday if we get anything close to what that temperature is forecast for now, you're going to have some games maybe called off, maybe played, you know, I, I have no idea. Maybe play a little later. Maybe you maybe you postpone it. Maybe with that temperature dropping at night, you can push it back. But you don't you know you don't want these guys out there in the heat of things on Saturday either. So right. I'm not sure how this would affect things in terms of that high school schedule because you got you know you got another game next week. Yes, and you can't put these kids out there twice in one week. Exactly. So I I, I would just monitor that because we're we are looking at some record breaking numbers potentially at the end of the week in terms Man. of what it could do to the high school sports scene. Yeah. yeah. No, it is uh it is real. You're exactly right. And it and it is like the upshot of this. It's like where is it uh uh do you have to push back football seasons in the future, you know? I don't know. It's a it's a hell of a question. Well, did you see what's going on in LA? Like stuff's happening that yeah. they've never they've not dealt with a tropical storm and the stuff that they're getting. I think it's been eighty something years I read or something. Yeah. The Dodgers Stadium is underwater. You got the stuff with Hawaii. I mean, we don't you know, we I can point to uh, so many different circumstances say things are changing here, but no, I mean, you, you know, eventually, I thought it's always made sense to start a little later, you know, the 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 high school football season, but yeah, they could be running into some some serious issues this week with the heat. Yeah. So anyway, we'll we'll have to monitor that. There ain't no doubt about it. Uh, but could impact. By the way, did you see White Station damn near beat Christian Brothers. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. 
and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.